Good morning, Raboisai. Uh, you guys don't know about that. Uh, 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 uh. She gets Chicago. Lilu Nishmas, Imi, Morosi, Rusbas, Mordechai. And of course, I have to see if there's any new. Let's see if there's. Uh, I should have checked this before, but Chicago. So everything is safe. Here we go. Oh. Today's share is being sponsored by Barchaim Kassel, my mother, Lucille Bas Gershon on her second yard site, Yogi and Freda Loshinsky on the brist this morning of their grandson born to Yaakov and Adina Loshinsky, may they be Zoycha, Ligadloy, Letoira, Lechubelamasim Toivim. I just met Yogi for the first time by the Kaisel, amazing guy. By Hill Kamiansky, successful surgery tomorrow from Elazar, Elazar ben Elka, and a complete and speedy recovery. Refua Shlema. All right. So, this email, dear Abeli, I'm going 100% anonymous, which will become clear shortly. He had to go through the whole shtick of creating a new email for this. I was introduced to you sure last year before myself serving from a friend of mine. Due to COVID and the lockdowns, juggling work, family and all of life's other obligation. I wasn't able to stick with the daf. Do me a favor. Get me some water. I'll repeat the shkoyach. Started with you. Got through a number of daf at the start of each mesechta, but just fell off and couldn't make it stick. Baruch Hashem, I was able to successfully finish mesechta Yuma with you and the chevra. At the start of every mesechta, in your spiel, you talk about how the daf will improve your life your family, your parnasa, etc. An overall, overall trainer on you had to stay consistent with something which will impact all areas of your life. When I heard you mention that at the beginning of Sukkah, I realized that since April, when we started Yuma, the take-home income in my business, which I remained flat for the past two years, had more than tripled. More business income and profit. The reason was simply due to more opportunities that appeared to me as we continue going through the Masechta. You know what that means? If he tripled his income, he must, must give all the miser to MDY. There's no shy. Look, he's saying it's because of MDY. It's no, no Shiloh. Well, if not to MDY, he has to go and give it towards spreading Tyra. No mikvahs, no shuls for this. That, this is money that came from Tyra for spreading Tyra. Baruch Hashem, I'm hooked on the daf, and hopefully we're able to continue the income trajectory as we move through shots. It's totally true what you say, that's not about the daf, it's about the yoyim. Staying consistent in getting through the 60-day mark to make this a habit, which also has been scientifically proven with books like Atomic Habits and the Power of Habit. Also, this means another beneficiary to the daf is Uncle Sam and the IRS through the higher taxes I'll pay now. Perhaps sometime, and me, we are going to get some of this money to hook some more people to Torah. Perhaps sometime you can do a master class on how to reduce taxes through real estate. I'm hooked for life. Brave, not my real name. Sam Brave. Shkoyach Sam Brave. Dear Aveli, since COVID hit, we haven't sent our kids back to school. Thank you very much. It just seemed like an oxymoronic thing to do in the beginning when everyone was still getting sick. And then we were introduced to a new mentor in our lives who's been guiding us on a whole new way to live. 
It's been a quite a journey, especially seeing my son self-motivated learning and things he wants to learn, feeling loved and supported by us, building a deep bond with his father and learning. This is a mother writing. And so much more. However, one thing that I've been davening about was for Hashem to send our son Akiva Shalom some way to feel more connected to the community in Hebra now that he's not in school. And so one day I was in the park and I met Shoshana Bilyak, that's Yosef Bilyak's wife, whose son was there and it came up that he goes to the, to the shir and how he's motivated and excited by it. So knowing that nothing stopped, I mentioned to my son and he decided to give it a try. I want to thank you so much, Reveli, for being the answer to my tefillahs and really feeling that missing piece for my son. Imamish looks forward to waking up and to run out of the house and connect and learn. I'm so grateful to you that you have created, for what you have created. May Hashem bless you to continue to ship nachas and excitement and still in your kila and learn and grow. Thank you again. Dina Hundert. Shkoyach. This one more here. Actually, let me show you a picture of a tzaddik that I saw in New York. He says, his name is Dovi Newman. I just I was just at the Woodmere Shear this afternoon and really wanted to say hello, but I did not have the time to wait in the long line. Last time I was on such a line was to wait for Mickey Mouse. <laughs> it was a long line. I had a, actually, I autographed a few Gemaras. It was very interesting. I just wanted to introduce myself. Dovi Newman, as I'm new to this Shear, and thank you for what you do. The Shear camaraderie, the energy at MDY is truly unique. Here, here's Dovi Raboisai. I, I remember seeing him in the audience over there. Also, keep talking about how great Eretz Yisrael is. Maybe my wife will agree to make the move one day to make a, my dream come true. Hope to see you soon in New York again. Dovi. Shkoyach Dovi. And finally, do we have time for one more? It's, listen, it's Sunday. It's a very short daf today. Dear Rabbi Stefanski, Mazel Dovi, your son's wedding. I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name. Julian Partouche. Something like that. I don't know. Welcome back to Chicago. Started in the beginning of the, beginning of the current cycle. First time for me is never went to yeshiva, <coughs> but always had an admiration for Torah and those who learn it. I discovered yeshiva a month ago and keep telling people around me about it. The amount of preparation, all these details are amazing. Thank you for everything you're doing. I live in Chicago. I was wondering if you'll be doing the daf yom yeshiva open to the public. Is he here today? Julian here today? Hello, somebody tell him about where we are. From tomorrow on, we're going to be at Chodrov. Everybody knows where Chodrov is? Upstairs. There's Wi-Fi there, right? Good. And there's going to be food. Over here is a little shvach, but in Chodrov, they hook us up with food. Nothing uh, again. Now he says, just finished listening to Daf Yud Gimel, and you mentioned that you'll be giving Shir from New York, not Chicago. My mistake. <laughs> All right, somebody let this guy know that we are in Chicago now. I met, I can't tell you how many people I met uh, over Shabbos. By the way, I met, uh, you know, Esterson. So his brother is the Magichir from Boca. By the way, I have to say Shalom Aleichem to Freilich from Boca, talking about Boca. But th- there's so many guys, un- these undercover guys that are watching this year here in Chicago. You got to get them all together. I get- guarantee you, I met at least 50 people that watched this year in Chicago. We have to get them together. We have to make some Chabur. We have to get, get together. Maybe go to the Milchika restaurant. Something is schmack here. We're going to go from the worst city in America to the number one. That's the goal right now. Seder, that is the goal. I'm not going to let this... Uh, not the... My stepbrother doesn't come here. He watches the show every single day. Ari. Who else? I saw him in Chavez. Eh, listen, you know what he said? He's right in a way. That's what my partner, who also watches the show every day, Ben, ben Sapir, won't come. He said, why would I come? You're so slow in real life. I, I'm used to... 
I want to have speed. This guy's at the ADD. Fine. We're holding David Zion on the bays by Toshma. Rabbi Sarah, we're talking about a sugya. How much schach pasal in the middle of the sukkah passes the sukkah? Is it, I guess they heard the word four. They weren't sure. Is it four tfachim or four amas? It's a joke. But there's a big difference between four tfachim and four amas. That's the machloikis. Tashma, sikcha ben asarim. You know it's good that most of the daft today is all things that we learned already, we're familiar with in this mesechta. Sikcha ben asarim shel erez. We learned this also. Cedar beams. That are four tfachim wide. Well, this goes according to Shmuel. Remember, Shmuel says, according to everybody, if it's over four tfachim, pasal. But if they're less than four tfachim, remember, pasal, review the machshir. Umayda, Rabbi Meir, top of Yudchesom Adalaf. Chai. Shim yesh be neser le neser kimloi neser. Shemeniach psal beneim ukshera. So the Gemara understands this as a very simple case. We had this. So you're all familiar with the, the Gemara's answer. But just let's pretend we never learned this before. If between each beam you have the width of emptiness of the size of the beam, so what do you do? You put schach in between and your sukkah is good. If the whole, the only way I could pass a beam is if it's four amas wide, eight feet, huge. I understand why this is a good sukkah. Makes sense. But according to the mandama that says that if this fourth fachim width, even in the middle of the sukkah, it goes right through your sukkah, it splits your sukkah in half, and now your sukkah only has two walls. This wall and this wall. Or this wall, this wall. It goes right down the middle, cuts your sukkah in half. I'm Mike Shera. So what good is it if you add a bunch of good schach there? So the answer is, You probably recall this sukkah. Beautiful case. Where the sukkah from side to side is eight amas. 48 tfachim. To get to the center takes you 24 tfachim. Very good. What happens is that the center, if you look closely, are two pieces of schach. You're going to start from the side, put a board, then put schach. A board, schach, board, schach. And then you start from the other side. Board, schach, board, schach, board, schach. Four times six is 24 tfachim. Four times six on this side, is tw- right? Six times four tfachim. Four tfachim of an eser, four tfachim of a schach. You do that six times, that's 24. 24 plus 24 is 48. That's the size of the sukkah here. But what happens is, since you meet in the middle, in the center, the middle is going to get two pieces of schach, which is eight tfachim. Eight tfachim is more than enough for a kosher sukkah because a kosher sukkah only needs seven tfachim. Seven tfachim by seven tfachim. What about the rest? Since it's less than four amos, it becomes kosher as a doifen akuma. We're dealing with a sukkah that's exactly eight hours. So the Gemara is very exact the way it says it. There's a plank of wood. Remember, psal means kosher schach. 
then another plank in Tzchach, you do this three times or six times four Tfachim, from one end. We had this, we already know this case. And then you're left with two pieces of schach smack in the middle, that's two times four Tfachim and Tfachim. And that's why it says that it's kosher. Question. Can you sit underneath the, these pieces of schach right over here? These, the, the schach, the small ones. You say no. So today, because we have a very short daf, I like to do as many rashis as possible inside, including this one. Because of that vart that I told Gary, that 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 Matzah Shabbos that he came to learn, and there was, where was it? There was no video. Oh, because he came on on Shabbos. Sorry, on Shabbos, when we had a shear, and there's no video. So I told him, Hashem considers all the days, the hundreds of days that he came and he wasn't learning because he's busy with the video, it's as if he's learning. Why? Because the one opportunity that, that he had to learn Torah without a video, he came to learn Torah and he actually learned. Today, that we have a short daf, the one opportunity that we have to learn Rashi, we're going to learn Rashi. And Akash Baruch is going to be machshiv all the days that we didn't learn Rashi as if we learned Rashi. Because we just don't have the time on a regular day. So here we go. It's Rashi Dibra Maskal Sha'imba Lashmoina Amis Mitsumsamais, that's four lines down. But we're not going to go from the beginning. So Rashi says, smack in the middle of the Rashi. It's a long one. Hilkoch Chaira Yidayzim Shnei Psalam. Okay, he goes into the whole thing. Very simple. Then he says, Vitachas Hanisarim Loi Yishan. You should not sleep underneath the planks of wood. So if you want to be Medayik, Simple diuk, it's only under the planks you shouldn't sleep, but under the schach, Rashi is saying that you could sleep. There are those Rishayim who argue on Rashi and say that even under the other schach, you should not sleep. Says Rashi, we, we, we invoke Doifen Akuma all the way through this entire thing is Doifen Akuma. So, this is interesting. According to this, you're allowed to sleep under the doifen akuma, the kosher doifen akuma, the wall that's made out of schach. You're allowed to sleep under that, says Rashi. The is From the center to the wall is less than four amas, because we're talking about a sukkah that's only eight amas total. Vim Taimer says Rashi, you're holding with me, it's like, I don't know, 15 lines from the top of Rashi. If everything is less than four, then it shouldn't be kosher in the middle. This is the like after sukkah. So ask Rashi a question. You're telling me that it's because everything is four, four, four in the middle. You have eight. But what if everything's three, three, three? So the middle is going to be six. So come out that the middle is not a kosher sukkah. So what? The whole sukkah is puzzle? What do you guys think? The whole sukkah is puzzle? Says Rashi, no. The opposite. The whole sukkah is kosher. Every piece. Even the boards will be kosher in this case. I'm just, you see, the, the reason I'm reading this Rashi is because it's beautiful to the Pshat. 
things that are not in the Gemara here. Says the Gemara, even under the planks of wood, if they are less than four tvachim, then they are, they're, they don't pass the sukkah, and you're allowed to sit underneath them, says Rashi. You don't have a single individual place that's for Tfachim, and Memela, I can use the entire sukkah. Beautiful. Okay. Next, Omar Abay. New Allah. Avir Shloisha Besuka Gdoila Umiyatoy. So we are going to learn two halachas now. Two, two types of sukkah. We're going to start out with a regular sukkah. You have a regular sukkah that you have three tfachim of ear. And we said ear is the worst of the worst. It comes up by with a trick. You have ear, that's three tfachim. I have a way to, do, to, to make your sukkah kosher. Reduce the ear. Put one bamboo right down the middle of all that ear. And you're good to go. Even better, says Abayah. Whether you put a piece of bamboo, that's kosher. Whether you put a metal tube for, in Chicago, you know, everything here is all electric and everything has to be in conduit because of the unions. In the rest of the world, everywhere else in the world almost, you could throw wires right down your, in your house. It costs a quarter of the price. You just put the wires right through the wall and everything's good. But in Chicago, first you have to put a metal tube, and you put the wire through the metal tube. Okay. I just thought I would point it out because I used to bend those tubes, and that's how I made a living for two years. Okay. So, if you put a metal tube down the three tfachim of ear, have a miyot. That's in a big sukkah and a regular sukkah. However, so here's a picture. A nice size sukkah that has a bunch of ear on the top right over here. And you put a beam down the middle or a pipe down the middle of it. Everything is kosher v'yasha. However, says Abayo, b'sukkah k'tano. What's a sukkah k'tano? Sukkah that's seven by seven t'fachim. B'konim avemiyot. If you use wood to reduce the gap it's good. Why, says Rashi? Because now I can invoke the concept of lovud. I have less than three tfachim of empty space. But if I put metal pipe down the middle, like in this picture, it's not a reduction. And apostles the sukkah. So let's look at Rashi inside. Beautiful Rashi. Rashi de Baramaskil Bishputim Lehavimiot, right in the middle of the page. I'll give you 10 seconds. Yeah. Bishputim Lehavimiot, says Rashi. Why is the Sukkah apostle? I don't have three Tfachim of ear and I don't have four Tfachim of metal. So, what exactly is passing the Sukkah? Mio, Kivin de Kigimot Tfachim, Bahadadi, Dinavkim, Esha Sukkah. The problem is that I have three tfachim that are not kosher. Not that I have three tfachim of a psul. I have only four tfachim of schach and three that are not kosher. So these three tfachim are considered on their own. 
and the three Tvachim cannot go together with the four Tvachim to give me a seven Tefach Schach. The problem is that I don't have enough kosher schach. That's the problem. The problem is not that I have three tvachim of bad schach or four tvachim of bad schach. The problem is I don't have seven tvachim of good schach. That's the problem. Says the Gemara, my time at the Manda Omar in love with Bensa. Why in the world? It's beautiful. We're going through nice sugis now. What is the reasoning behind the Manda Omar that says, that in middle, oh, sorry, did I skip? Yeah. Uh, yes, I skipped a lot. That's sad. That's why I skip in Eretz Yisrael, by the way, because when I was giving the shir for eight years in Chicago, so a lot of times I used to skip on purpose, and nobody said anything, and then I finished the shir. Shui Davis is going like this. I remember those days. He didn't say anything because he also wanted to get out of there quickly. So I'd skip five, six lines at a time and see if anybody's listening and nobody's listening. Weiter. I tried out an energy stroll and immediately they jump on me like hawks. I did it now by mistake and nobody said anything. Chicago, they're very polite. They don't like to, they don't like. He did say it? He said it quietly. How does it help me? It doesn't help me. Fine. He made him a ha under his breath. Here, says the Gemara, an amazing chidosh. All this thing that we just said, look at these pictures. And this picture. Doesn't matter, whatever picture you look at. You see how they drew it? They drew the ear all the way on the side of the sukkah. Not smack the middle. And all the way to the side. Because that's the halacha right now. I can reduce a gap that's three tefach with a piece of metal or wood. But if it's smack in the middle of the sukkah, now I have a machlaint. One says that I could say the concept of lovud in the middle of the sukkah. Why not? Lovud means I bridge a gap. It's three tfachim. The chadomar ain't lovud b'emza. No, you can't bridge a gap in the middle. What is going on here? So I saw some Rishonim explain lovud is halacha moshim What else was said with lovud? Good aches, good asik, doifen akuma. Those are all halachas in a wall. So perhaps this man is saying lovud is also in a wall. I could do the pizza shop sukkah because love it on a wall. But love it was never said on the ceiling, according to this man, Omar. Very interesting. I can say love it on Shabbos to, to, to bring a mechitza together, but only in mechitzas. Here's a fascinating thing. Listen to this. Let's say you are on the side of your sukkah and you have more than three tefach space. You know what? Let's go invite you to see this halacha. It's beautiful halacha. But we need a little bit more information for it. So now the Gemara just goes and says, why do you, where do you see that you say love it in the middle? And where do you see you don't say love it in the middle? Oh, so if you are with us by Erevin, first of all, this is what it looks like when this ear space a gap, smack in the middle. Great picture. If you have a mavoi, very simple halacha. A mavoi in those days, people had front yards in front of their houses and they dumped off into an alley. I always, in our show, I always tell them about Chicago and the alleys because in New York they have no idea what you're talking about, an alley. But here in Chicago they have this road, service road behind your house. It's called an alley. Something like that. 
It's not part of the Rishus Rabbim. It's more for people to get together. Here, looks something like this. So here your house, here's your house, here's the house, here's the chatzar in front, the bikes and everything in here. And it goes into this corridor called the Mavoy. Midarai, so you're allowed to carry here. Why? Because it has three walls. Rabbanan said that it's right into the Rishus Rabbim. You see the walkway here, Rishus Rabbim. So, so that somebody shouldn't come and walk or carry from here to here. So first of all, you do the shituf vimavais, whatever. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about the lechi and the kaira. Kaira is a beam that goes from side to side. Remember that whole Mishnah, we started off the Masechta with this. You have to reduce, the, it, can't, it can't be above 20 yama, fine. We're not talking about a lechi today. Lechi is just a piece of wood that goes this way. It's a very thin piece of wood. We're talking about a kaira. What if the kaira doesn't reach the wall? Okay, so if it's within three tfachim, we say lavat. But here's the halacha that's important to us. What if the kaira, two kairas, they almost reach each other in the center? Do we say lavat or not? Now here's the halacha of lavat in the middle. It's not by the wall, it's smack in the middle. So if you say lavat in this case, then this manava holds that you could say lavat. You could say lavat in the middle. The first case is the kaira doesn't hit the wall. And this is our case. Two beams. And they don't reach each other. It's less than three tfachim. I could bridge the gap with lavod. And three tvachim, more than three tvachim, I need another kaira. So over here you see that you say lavod in the middle. Ve'idach, isn't that a great raya? Shani kaira is the rabbanon. Since this whole idea is the rabbanon, let's see Rashi, beautiful. Shani kaira, the kolisa titled mavi v'hilchois, eruv the rabbanon. The whole idea of mavoi and eruv is only the rabbanon. The midirais is the baitikon. Midirais you can carry there. Hilkach, ikilu ba'ahachi. I love this line. That's why I wanted to read this Rashi inside. The same people that made an Isser, they'll make a Kula and say, you can use two Kairos, don't worry about it, use Lavad. But when it comes to the Dairaisa of a Sukkah Dairaisa, you like Kinlan, Lavad, then Talachamishmishinai, Okay, since it's Dairaisa, I don't say, according to this man, the Omar, Lavad to bridge a gap in the middle. My time at the Mandalama, I love it, Bensa. And what about the other Mandalama that says you cannot say love it? Where did he get it from? This not. There's a Mishnah in no Alois. Aruba Tefach. If there's a skylight in a house that's a Tefach wide, Tuma Babayis Kulay So the way Tuma works, if there's a dead person, here. There's a dead person in New York, all chopped up in a garbage bag. Oi, that's right, oi, every dead person is oi. This case is a little sadder because he's in pieces in a garbage bag. And Toma moves, it's wild, it goes everywhere. If there's a roof, so it'll go, it'll go everywhere in the room and anything in the room becomes Tome. Besides whatever is directly below the skylight because the skylight doesn't have a roof and the Toma could only Run around where there's a roof. So in this case, here's the skylight. Directly below the skylight is tar. 
but the kli that's next to it is tame because the tumor from this bag goes everywhere. So, right then and there, we have the raya. Why? Because look at the skylight. Why don't I say lavud and bridge the gap and close the skylight halachically? And therefore, the tumma should go in the entire house, including this kli, this red kli, should become tame and pretend that this skylight doesn't exist through lavud. All it is is tefach. What are you saying? Tefach. Tefach. So, a tefach I can do up to three tefach, and I can say lavud. Hold on, Isai. So, Shui is saying, wait a minute, we, you said what? Shui and this kid. What's your name again? What's the, what's the name of your kid? Avi, come here. Come to her. Tell the oil of your kasha. He's asking a very good kasha. Oh, well, you can only use love for a For a kula. Not the khumra. Who says the khumra? It's the khumra. He's not saying it's tame. Wow. Givaldic. Okay, very good. It's good kasha. He's asking, we only say lavod. We Tysus, we brought Tysus the other day. That you only say lavod in order to be machshur sukkah, not the pasal sukkah. In this case, we are going to be metama this thing if we close. The skylight with Lovud. Interesting kasha. Very nice. Okay, we got to think about it. We have Tamid Chachamim in Chicago. You hear this? Or maybe I'm just a big Amaris. I don't know the answer. Okay. Masha Kinegad Arabitar. Masha Kinegad Arabitar. Now, we just continue with the Mishnah. It's interesting that there's absolutely no difference between the two cases. Beneget to us. In the Mishnah, Rashi points out, in the Mishnah over there, there is a big difference between a tefach and less than a tefach, but for us, in this case, zero difference. Let's say it's less than a tefach. So the tumah in the house, whatever is below the skylight is tar. And if the tumah is underneath the skylight, the entire house is tahar. Same halacha. But the, the problem is the same. Not the problem. The ray is the same. According to him, why don't you say lavod? The idach. Shani hilchas tumah. And what's the answer? The answer is, I cannot prove anything from tumah because tumah, that's halacha. That's a special halacha. And we cannot bring a ray from tumah to other places in the Torah. Okay. So now, if Lovud doesn't work in the middle, doesn't work in the middle. We're just saying this one man that says Lovud works in the middle, doesn't work in the middle, right? If Lovud does not work in the middle, listen to this very interesting chap. So there's, there's a gap on the side of the sukkah. Where's that picture? Any picture here that we had before? Wherever it is. Not this one. Okay. Let's say this picture. So there's, there's three tfachim of ear right on this side. Okay? We'll make it better. The bigger, big sukkah. Three tfachim of ear over here. 
Listen what happens. He wants to make his sukkah kosher. So what does he do? He goes ahead and puts schach down. But he has to be careful. Why? Because if he puts the schach down next to the wall, you can't say love it in the middle, according to this man, Omar. Listen, you hear what's going on? If he has one piece of bamboo left in his garage, and he wants to make his sukkah kosher, he should not take that bamboo and put it next to the wall. Because next to the wall, is not, he's not going to gain anything because it's still a gap of two tfachim, let's say. And you cannot say lavud in the middle of a sukkah. And this is the middle of the sukkah, why? Because there's one piece of bamboo and then the rest of all the schach. So when I'm looking at it from the top, it's still in the middle. So what is he supposed to do? He's supposed to take that piece of bamboo and add it to the rest of the schach. And now the gap between a schach and the wall is only two tfachim, and that's okay. You could say love in minatzad. You could say it from the wall to the schach, but you can't say it in the middle. Very interesting chap, what happened over here. Okay, just thought I'd point it out. What else? Another very, very interesting halacha. That you don't say lovud from in the middle of a sukkah. How much? What's the gap? Yerb Zalman. What is the gap? You have bamboos going. If I don't say lovud in the middle of a sukkah, what if there's one finger or a half an inch between the bamboos from side to side of my sukkah? Says the Ramah, your sukkah is possible. You're not allowed to eat underneath that gap, even though it's this big. But since it goes from side to side of the sukkah, it's possible. So what do you do? What's the way out of this? If you're using slats and they have a gap, according to what we're saying, you cannot say lovud in the middle of a sukkah, it doesn't say what the amount is. It says less than three tvachim. Maybe it means a finger's worth, uh, a half an inch. I don't know what. So one eight says to take. I'm muted on what? I don't know why. Is the mark playing around? Okay. Mark, stop, uh, stop fooling around over there. Gary, Shalai. Okay, I'm, I'm muted again. Who's muting me? Who's muting me? Mark, what's going on here? Somebody muted me. You muted Satan. How is somebody able to mute me? Because you're not the host. Okay. No, I'm muted. Okay. okay, listen, you st- do me a favor, sit over here and just unmute it every time it goes. But turn, turn, the, turn the volume on, there's no, there's no need to have volume on. Why was your volume on? Why? Okay, but here, meanwhile I'm, I'm, I'm unmuted, so it's good. Stick around there, just sit over here and see, look, look to see if it's muted. Okay, fine. So, you hear the Eitzah, Raboisai, you have a bunch of bamboo that's not touching each other, even if it's a, a pinky's width. So what do you do? Oh. No, thank you. 
It's right over here. I'm on top over there, and Baruch Hashem, now I'm, I'm unmuted. Okay, so, very simple Aitza. You take one slat of bamboo, and you go across the other way, smack in the middle. That's one, one way. The other way to do it is, if you hold, that you need at least a tefach width of air. Because a tefach is dover chashav. The Ramah doesn't talk about that, but some hold in the Ramah, in that idea that you need at least a tefach to pass all your sukkah, otherwise don't worry about it. But nevertheless, if you use these slats, it's something to think about, Allah Chalamaisa, if you're using slats, you should try to put something at least going across, one piece going across, smack in the middle. Let's go weiter. Yeah. No, Tutvachim is nothing. Tutvachim, Tutvachim is fine. What's the problem? Hold on, Gary Ben Moshe wants. Uh, yeah, Gary, Shalom Aleichem. How are you? We're Mil Shir. How can I help you? Stop. Hello. The boy says, Gary, say hello to Gary. He's not talking, but he's saying. Okay. I, somebody, if somebody wants to speak to him. Yeah, okay. Hello? It's a very good question. Can we talk about it after Sheer? Right now. Tell him to go on now. Oh, he has a good kasha. Now it's 7.15 and it's roll, and we're still in the middle of Sheer. We're going to be done in, in five minutes. But they could go, they could look at the, at, the, at the end of it and then you'll play the, the rest before. Okay? I can't argue with you I'm in the middle of a Sheer now that we're recording for a couple thousand people. We'll argue a little later, no? Or you want to argue now? Uh, you want to go back to sleep? Don't go back to sleep. We need you. Bye. Okay. Zog to Gemara. Um, so we did the Aruba thing. Fine. So what do we do about this? Okay, we did this. Already. He has a couple of things to say. This we had in the Mishnah. If you have a house that has a giant skylight in the middle, remember Rabbi Yossi was the one that said, and he had one of his, and all five sons were giants. One of them was Rabbi Shmuel, a tremendous, tremendous time. Rabbi Parish, could you explain a little bit? What? Just any size skylight? This is what my father Rabbi Yossi said. It has to be within four arms of the wall. Great. No big chiddush there. Another chiddush. If you have small fish that are kosher, sharia, you to eat it. What's the concern? The concern is if I have a bunch of small fish, what if I have within the fish non-kosher fish? Rabbi Parish, please explain what you're talking about. This is what Rabbi said. If there's small fish from this place, there are. So Shemakim Plani Muteris. Depends what the place is. The type of fish, small fish, that comes from Bav is kosher. If you'll say because they're very strong currents, this non-kosher fish doesn't have a spine. So therefore, it doesn't even exist 
in a place that has very strong currents, that's not true. We see there's plenty of non-kosher fish in currents. Maybe it's because the small baby fish cannot exist in salt water. Since it doesn't have scales, it's not true. It's plenty of non-kosher fish in salt water. In Tinayu, sorry, Tinayu. In this, whatever, this lake over here that you're, you're catching in fish, the, the silt, the mud, whatever it is, doesn't exist so that these non-kosher fish that we're talking about that look, you know, my entire life, wherever I went, oh, you're Stefanski? Oh, you're related to Dagim Tuna? Because Dagim Tuna is a Stefanski company. So what, what was the shtick about Dagim? Dagim tuna, they, they were able to take tuna without all the rats and dolphin meat and all that stuff that a lot of other tunas weren't so careful with. It's a thing. Like if I'm going to take all these little baby fish, you're going to have some other non-kosher fish sneak in there. But in this kind of place, whatever this place is, I'm not so concerned. Bav, Bav doesn't have this uh, mud on the bottom, so it's fine. Omar Avina Vaidna, the Shafchi Nahar Nahar but today that these other rivers dump into Bav, so you're getting all the non-kosher fish from the other rivers. We're not going to get into it, but it's a big shyly. You know, New York, they had a big problem with the, with, the, with the worms in the water, different things like that. Today we have a, a different problem. I love strawberries, for instance. Strawberries, I know a lot of people, they, they, it's very difficult. So they ignore it, but you can't ignore it. The problem is there are worms in these strawberries. So you have to soak them in soap and water twice and take a toothbrush. It's a whole ASIC. If you like them, you got to work for it. But there are issues. It's just very interesting that these, these worms that grow in water, depends how they grow. If they grow like in standing water, it's fine. If it's in an ocean, it's not a, it's a problem. The kids are, they all discuss it. New York and their beautiful piping and everything. Okay, says Gemara Itmar. So we know what a chasadra is. You have these overhangs in front of your house. And you put schach. Now, so you put, tzim are these pieces of wood that are separated from each other less than three tzvachot. Abayomar kshero. Sorry. So if yesh l'ptzim kshero. She'en l'ptzimim. But if it doesn't have these pieces of wood that act as a wall, Rava says it's possible. So I dug out this picture. I like this picture better from Erevin. I'll show you the picture that they have. It's not bad. means that this edge right over here, provided it's a tevach wide, will come down, down and create a wall. What is that called? Good aches mechitza. It's in the same halach of good aches. Comes down. Says Abaya, here's the picture over here. I have invisible walls, three walls that come from the edge of the achsadra, the overhang. Pitikri yoriv esoysim in yellow. I don't say so. 
says Rav that Abaya only the dach darmas pitigur yoyer v'soisim. Afilu hivches doif v'zem tzoi. Why don't they say pitigur yoyer v'soisim? What if I had three walls and one of the walls fell down? So now the third wall should be pitigur yoyer v'soisim. So I saw beautiful. Why does it say hivches? It should say if a guy built two walls. Why does he say in a situation where he had three walls and one of the walls fell down? Perhaps the pshat is because when he built the walls, he had no intent to use the ceiling as a wall. So maybe in such a case, I don't say it. So he's saying even in a case where he had three walls and he didn't want to use pitikra, he didn't want to use this invisible wall because the ceiling was already... You couldn't tell that there's a ceiling there because there's a wall there. But then this, the wall fell down and it, it's now the ceiling shows. I could still say pitikra yorivisoysim. Who cares? Oh, and what about this case? It was built like this, and according to, 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 to Tarav, this is 100% kosher to carry on on Chavez. It has zero walls. I'm using all four walls. All four walls. Says the Gemara. Says You're right in that case, not. People are going to be walking through it. That's not a kosher sukkah. We just turned to the Chesam base, sponsored by the MDY Tehillim Group. For all those who need Shidduchim Rufus and Yeshua's, please join Tehillim.8mindaf.com. Leima Abaya Barova, but look to the Rav Shmuel Kamibaki. Gershon, don't worry about it. It's a short daf. So we'll start a little late. It'll be fine. Leima Abaya Barova, but look to the Rav Shmuel Kamibaki. Perhaps we could say, says Gemara, that this is the same achloikis as the earlier. The, Early Amaraim, the first Amaraim that ever existed, Rav and Shmuel, right? Because Rav was a little bit of a Tan, a little bit of an Amar. He's the last of the Tanoim. Didmar, Achsadra, Bibiko, right here in this case. You have an Achsadra smack in the middle of an open field. Rav, Rav says, Pitikri on all four sides. Darmina Pitikri on Shabbos, the most you can go is four Amas. In other words, you cannot carry there at all. So, I just want to point this out over here. This, this is the, the picture from Nikola Hashan. But interesting enough that Rashi points out, I thought we are going to get to Rashi, but we're running out of time. If there's one wall, even according to Shmuel, we're going to say, It's only because there's no walls at all, I don't say, Let's do three more lines, even though we're late. He's going to kill me. Why not? According to Shmuel. So, Mark, was that Gershon that, that muted me and muted me just because he's mad? Says the like this. Mm. So Rashi says here, anytime. If I could say that one could go like both of them and one of them not, so I say this lashon. According to Shmuel, everybody agrees. There's no machlokes. That why? Because Shmuel says his halacha in an open area. 
So if he says it in an open area, and he says that what? You don't, you can't carry this at all. So Kula Amaloi Pligi, everybody's going to agree that you cannot carry. You can't, you can't use it for a sukkah either. Keep Pligi the Rav. Abaye Kerav. Abaye holds like Rav that you could carry in a Pitagri Arizazim. Rav Omar Loch. Atiloy Omar Rav. Hosom Elo de Mechitzis Lach Sadru Davidi. Avalacho. The Lavlacho Avidi. Loy. I created. So basically, what we're saying is that Shmuel says it over here, even in the case of a Nechsadra, this guy, which was created to use underneath, he still doesn't say Peter Gregorius, so certainly doesn't say by Sukkah. But Rav, in Rav, will say no. That Abaya will say like Rav, but Rav will say no. The reason why, over here in this case, of an open, what is this called? An Afsadra, in the middle of nowhere, we say, why does Rav say you're allowed to carry here because these walls or this whole thing was made to carry underneath it? But by a sukkah, think about it. A sukkah, you're cheating. You're using an overhang and the overhang is made for under the overhang. But it's not made for walls that go into the, into the courtyard. You have what I'm saying here. Let's look at this real quickly. Okay. This overhang is made for this direction. This direction. It's not made for this area over here. You want to make an invisible wall and use it for the area in the middle. It doesn't work, says Rashi. Why? Says the Gemara, but Rashi explains. If there was a real wall, then I could use it for both sides. I can't say, oh, it was made for the inside, not for the outside. I can make a sukkah and using the outside exterior wall of my house. But I cannot use an invisible halachalamashimzinai wall when it's not made for this direction. It was only made for that direction. Amazing. Chidosh, Raboisai, have a wonderful week. We'll see you based on tomorrow at Chodrov at 8.30 p.m. Turn this off.